0: Hello and welcome to Haaretz Weekend, your audio supplement to the news from Israel, the Middle East and the Jewish world. I'm Simon Spungin. On today's show... been compared, among others, to Donald Trump, Boris Johnson, and Tucker Carlson. The chief rabbi of France called him an anti-Semite, and Bernard-Henri Lévy said that he's dangerous and insults Jewish morality. He recently claimed that the Vichy government saved French Jews at the expense of foreign Jews, and once said that the Israeli army would help clear France of Muslims. Currently running second in some polls behind incumbent Emmanuel Macron, despite not officially having thrown his hat into the ring, Éric Zemmour is already disrupting next year's French presidential election with his hashtag provocations, his anti-immigrant rhetoric, and his outrageous rewriting of French history. Joining me today to discuss the rise and rise of Éric Zemmour I'm delighted to welcome Professor Michel Rivioca from the School for Advanced Studies in the Social Sciences in Paris. Uh, Thank you for joining us, Michel. It's my pleasure. Uh, also on the line from Paris is France 24 journalist Shirley Sitbon, who reports for, among others, Haaretz and the Jewish Chronicle. Uh, Great to have you with us, Shirley. Very nice to be with you. Uh, so I, I suspect that uh, many of our listeners uh, outside of Israel, or maybe who don't have a special interest in the Dreyfus affair, uh, don't know too much about Eric Zamor. Um, uh, who is he, Shirley? Where did he come from? And why is so much being written about him now?
1: Well, that's, uh, that's a good question, because everybody's rethinking who exactly is this man, how to qualify him, because he's not officially a candidate. What we know is that he's a journalist, a columnist. But uh, very often um, favoring uh, controversial topics, editorializing everything uh, he says, but also in the back of his mind, I think he always uh, dreamed of also being a politician because he, uh, he admitted that he tried and failed several times to get into the national administration school like France's leading politicians. So uh, now, in recent years, he has been making a a series of uh, controversial statements, and he has been uh, sued and uh, things that have rocked the nation and has stirred debates. And now he's becoming a a real political figure, with many people thinking he may make uh, a real shakeup. Mm.
0: And even though he's he is a
1: non-candidate, as you say, he's doing okay in the polls. He's doing uh, very well. He's now second to uh, Emmanuel Macron in many polls, although, of course, they do not mean that this necessarily really will be the, the exact situation right now. Polls give an indication, but uh, as the politicians like to say, especially when they're lagging in polls, that the result can be very different from what the polls say. But yes, he's doing very well. And also because he's always in the press now since he's gotten his book out, He's officially not a candidate, but he's promoting his book and he's invited all the time. So many people have debated with him. And so this has also propelled him to uh, not the top, but almost to the top of these surveys. Mm. So, uh, Michel, where exactly is he on, on the political map?
0: We know that uh, Marine Le Pen has been inching towards the center. She's even lost the support of her father, Jean-Marie Le Pen. So is Zemmour filling that void? It's a very interesting situation because, on the one hand,
2: he's more extreme right than Marine Le Pen and, on the other hand, he's less extreme right than Marine Le Pen. Let me explain you this paradox. He's more extreme than Marine Le Pen because his position on many key issues are much more radical than the one she expresses as far as migrants, as far as Islam are at stake, to take the more important issues, is more extreme right than Marine Le Pen. Because Marine Le Pen, during the last six or seven years, tried to appear as a a respectable person, uh, somebody who is serious, somebody who wants to become a president. And if you want to become a president, you cannot be too radical, and so on. So she tried not to be like her father, And to be, yes, respectable, on the Mm. one hand. But on the other hand, Eric Zemmour is trying to convince some people that voted usually right and not extreme right to vote for him. He's trying to have with him those people that voted for François Fillon in uh, 2017, that is to say for the classical right candidate. But not all these people are supposed to be following him. The more obvious is uh, those people that are Catholic, very old-fashioned Catholic, if I can say it like that. Mm -hmm. Those people, for instance, that live in Versailles, which is known as a very conservative city in France. So he's on the one hand more extreme than Marine Le Pen and on the other hand trying to convince right electors to, to go with him.
0: Mm. It's telling that the 93-year-old founder of the National Front told Le Monde recently that, quote, the only difference between me and Zamora is that he's a Jew, so it's difficult to qualify him as a Nazi or a fascist. That gives him great freedom, Uh, the freedom to talk openly about the Great Replacement Theory, perhaps? Well, if you want to open the box, the
2: Jewish issue, then there is a lot to say. Yes, he's Jewish and he has no problem to say it and to appear as such. And uh, being Jewish, uh, obviously, this creates new debates about him, not because nobody will compare him with Hitler or with extreme right and Nazism. Or so, no, but because he's dividing the Jewish voters in mm. France. So let me maybe explain to you what is uh, happening. On the one hand, you have a certain number of Jews that say, like him, well, the main issue for Jews is not classical anti-Semitism. Is not anti-Semitism coming from the extreme right? Or the, no, the main issue is Islam. And when the Moor is promoting a very uh, strong anti-Muslim and not only anti-Islamist perspective, he got a lot of support from these Jews that consider that the main issue is Islam and Muslims and not only Islamism. So these people, not all of them, but some of them, most of them are from uh, North African origin. As
0: mm-hmm. you know, in as France, the we have,
2: is as well. Exactly. Mm-hmm. In France, you must know that we have two Jewish communities. It's absolutely clear those that are coming from North Africa. Sephardim, if you want, and those were coming from old migration from uh, Central Europe, or those that were in France uh, during centuries and not uh, recently only uh, arriving. So what happens is that he is dividing the Jewish community into two very clear opposite blocks. And for instance, he was strongly criticized by a lot of Jewish important leaders, Bernard Henri Levy. The famous mm-hmm. writer and uh, intellectual Khalifa, who is the uh, president of the CRIF, the CRIF—it's a federation of Jewish associations. It's a more official representation of French Jews. So Khalifa and uh, other uh, important uh, Jews say that you cannot vote uh, Zemmour; that he is a danger; that he does not respect universal values and so on. On the one hand, but Zemmour answered come with me in a synagogue, and you will see we who will get more applause.
1: Mm. Khalifa,
2: Bernard Olivier or myself. You will see. It means he knows that he has a strong support. So he's creating a lot of noise among uh, the Jewish uh, community. And this is very important. Mm. Now, now, to be clear on your question, it's a very complex uh, story. He is defending Marshal Pétain, mm-hmm. who... And he's explaining that Marshal Pétain saved French Jews, which is not totally false. But the the way he speaks is unacceptable, because he makes Pétain a kind of hero, a kind of positive figure. All French historians know that it is not serious to speak like that. He is also defending the French writer Charles Maurras, who was clearly an an anti-Semitic writer and politician, collaborating with Nazis. He is not so far when he writes from Maurice Barrès, another very famous French anti-Semitic writer. So he is clearly, intellectually or politically, on the same side than some important anti-Semitic people. This and he uses,
0: he uses he uses anti Semitic dog whistles as well. In in you mentioned Bernard Henri Lévy, and in response to Bernard Henri Lévy, he quoted Rousseau and said, "Beware of those cosmopolitans who search in their books for duties they disdain at home." And there is echoes of rootless cosmopolitans in there right now.
2: Well, yes. So it is true. I will say it a little bit differently, but it's the same idea. He, he is defending the idea of sovereignty, French sovereignty, French nation. He is a strong nationalist. And starting from this, he will join some people that have been anti-Semitic in the past in name of the nation, or for other reasons sometimes, and against Islam and against migrants. So of course, you cannot say that he's anti-Semitic himself. You cannot say that. But what you can say is that he's absolutely not serious as far as he speaks as an historian. He is not really not uh, solid as far as the history is at stake. This is absolutely clear for me.
0: Mm. And presumably there are anti-Semites among his supporters.
2: Of course, of course, a lot, lots of them. All these people that uh, could vote extreme right or that could vote for a, a very strong right, not all of them, but among these people, you will find anti semites people that will love him. That he will love him. And uh, so this is, uh, uh, and for instance, uh, uh, in an article, I explained that a certain number of people whose family name was Zemmour died in Auschwitz. I also say that some that he is from Algerian origin, his family is coming from Algeria. Mm. He does not remember that in October 1940, Marshal Pétain decided that the French Jews that were French at that time, French citizens, uh, because a Decret uh, that was passed in 1870 or 1871, the Crémieux, le Decret Crémieux, which is very well known in France, all these people, mm, mm, Pétain decided that they were no longer French. So maybe his family was no longer French due to the, the government of uh, Vichy. So It is not a problem for him. Like populist, like nationalist, like racist, he has no problem in having, in expressing contradictions.
0: Mm, And these are very much part of his inherent contradictions. Um, Shirley, what kind of responses have we seen from the Jewish community, officially and unofficially? Has there been any polling? Uh, uh, amongst the Jewish community on, on, on Zemmour's popularity?
1: I haven't seen any polling. You know that in France, we're not supposed to poll by asking people uh, what the religion is. Uh, but we know that people have already voted for Le Pen in past elections. And that and you, when you talk to Jews, you you hear uh, many, many people saying that they are thinking of voting, of voting for him. But I, I wouldn't say it's either being for him or against him. Many people are they want change. If he's popular, sometimes it's because previous governments have failed to deliver on some things. There's a feeling there's leniency and injustice decisions, etc. And the media talks about areas where police can't, uh, that police can't access. So people want change. And uh, sometimes they say we're for him, despite all of the, the things he's saying, which is completely insane. Sometimes people tell me, how can he say such ridiculous things? And Many hesitate because, I mean, he doesn't really have a program yet and it doesn't have any real solutions. Most of the things he's suggesting is, are, is targeting uh, migration, and, uh, and that is a bit limited. So there, there's a division, and that's, there's been a, deb- a debate about whether Jews should talk about this or not. You talked about Bernard-Henri Lévy. Who talked to him as a as a Jew? There was a debate saying, well, should we say that Zemur is a Jew? Should we talk about this? Isn't he just another candidate? Should Jews say the Jew uh Should the Jews said that should Jews say that no Jewish vote should go for him? Is that something that should be done? Or is that actually encouraging uh, some anti-Semitic ideas that Zemur is talking about, too, that there could be a a Jewish vote, Zemul says, if you say that no Jew should vote for me, you're encouraging the worst anti-Semitic idea that there is a, a Jewish vote, a Jewish lobby. So there's a whole debate about this. And there was criticism against the Jewish uh, umbrella group KRIF for saying that, although that's what they usually do when somebody is extremist and has radical ideas. They say that Jews should not vote for them or that they should abstain. And uh, sometimes those people are prosecuted. Mm. So uh, there's a, a whole debate and a divide about this: whether Jews should talk about this officially or not.
0: <clears throat> has Has Zemmour in any way tapped into the well-reported anger of French Jews at the moment? I'm I'm thinking you mentioned uh, uh, um, miscarriages or uh, um, uh, apparent miscarriages of justice, and thinking about the decision not to prosecute. The, the anti-Semitic killer of of Sarah Halimi, on the grounds that he was suffering from a cannabis-induced psychotic episode, and, and what feels like from the outside a steady stream of anti-Semitic attacks and incidents.:
1: well, uh, he he talks about harsher decisions, about applying the law, but it's not I haven't heard him very clearly about those topics. I think there's a um, the, the Jewish com- people in the Jewish community who do back him hope that this will become when he, uh, if he ever uh, gets elected, but mm-hmm. they, they kind of hope that this is what he intends to do, but they have no real idea because I haven't heard him giving any specific uh, program or or uh, policies about that. But maybe there's also the idea that, that when he comes by, this could uh, push other people, maybe change uh, policies among other politicians to be harsher, to to bring, uh, I don't know, more severity. And we talked about the justice system, more protection for Jews, uh, that they feel safer in certain areas. You know that many Jews had to leave uh, some uh, cities and um, they want to feel safe because many of those religious Jews, the Jews you can identify in the street, they have suffered in some areas and they feel threatened and they don't want to make aliyah because they think they're French too. And they think that maybe if the political scene explodes, something really changes dramatically, they could still stay in France on the long term and generations to come. And that's something that they see. Zamor is obviously not the ideal candidate because he he brings terrible policies and extremely insensitive uh, ideas and provocative ideas, but they have voted for other people and they've never <laughs> seen a solution.
0: Mm. And in, in yet another contradiction, Zamor backs a, a ban on public uh, wearing of religious headdresses which would affect Jews who want to go out with a kippah as well. Um, well,
2: maybe, maybe what should be said is that um, a certain number of Jews consider that there is only one key issue in France for them. It is Islam and Islamism. Mm. If you think that this is the only important issue, you are not necessarily supporting the move. Mu- that you are listening to him, because he's talking to these people too. That's the first point. The second point is, it is not the beginning of having some Jews close to the French extreme right. We have, a, for instance, a very well-known lawyer, his name is Gold Nadel, who is close to the extreme right and who was supposed in, uh, in the past to try to encourage Marine Le Pen to have better relations with Israel, with mm. the state of Israel. And so uh, we, we have, uh, uh, in the French Jewish world, on the one hand, you have those people that are extreme right. And on the other hand, you have all these people that consider that any candidate that will promote anti-Muslim, anti-migrants and so on attitudes are good candidates, whatever happens out of this. That's a, a very important point. Uh, let me also add, that uh, Eric Zemmour made a very strong statement about these children that were murdered in 2012 Mm. by Mohamed Merah in in front of a Jewish school in Toulouse. And uh, the family, maybe you remember that, the family decided to to have the corpse brought back to Israel. Mm -hmm. And he made a very negative uh, statement about this uh, event, saying that they should have been buried in France and not in Israel. Which was rather surprising, because um, this does not mean that he considers uh, uh, very positive the fact that Jews could wish to go to Israel. So it's a, it's not so simple. It's not so easy to 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 be precise. But my point would be: we must see this debate about Eric Zemmour being Jewish and er, er, Eric Zemmour being. Supported by anti Semitic people, we should not consider it as important in the campaign, in the political campaign, Mm. because uh, Jews are not so many voters in France. Maybe, maybe, I don't have precise figures, of course, but maybe 200 or uh, 300,000 voters, Mm. no more. Most of them, I believe, would not vote for him. So they would not change so much um, the situation. Uh, but it is interesting to see how much he is introducing within the Jewish community some stronger divisions than in the past. Mm.
0: And perhaps he's hoping to get a, a stamp of kashrut from the Jewish community. <laughs> um, so Michel, in your article about Zamor for L'Express, uh, you mentioned Coluche, the, the French comedian who ran yes. for president in 1980. And, uh, obviously, Zamor's possible candidacy is no joke, um, but I would. I'd like to give a shout out to whoever it was on the Haaretz website, who commented that Zamor looks like Yoda, but sounds like Darth Vader. I thought that that was a nice comment. That was a, a, a comment on an article by Robert Zaretsky, who argued that Zemmour is more dangerous than Donald Trump. Uh, is he? Is he a populist in the same mold as Trump?
2: Well, I don't think we, could, we should compare so much uh, Zemmour and Trump because the French uh, system, political system, is very different. Trump was, before being elected as a president, was elected as a candidate for one of the two main political parties Mm. in the United States. Zemmour has no political party with him, and the French system is not made of two parties. It's much more more complex, and it is very different. So the way he could exceed, I don't think he will exceed, but the way he could exceed to the presidency is very different. On the, then, uh, Zemmour is not, as Trump, so close from capital, uh, big interests, big finance, and, 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 and things like that. He, mm. Maybe is trying to get some support because he needs money, but it does not appear to be so closely tied to important financial interest. And uh, Zemmour also is trying not to be only the man who speaks in name of the poor, the whites, and so on. And his uh, recent political statement was very interesting. He said that he wants to be a candidate for, on the one hand, popular voters, poor people, those that Marine Le Pen used to call invisible uh, people that are poor and that have no political importance on the one hand, but he said, I am not like Marine Le Pen. I want also to be the candidate for the bourgeoisie, for some bourgeoisie. Mm. So he does not speak like Trump. Uh, uh, and you cannot compare the American situation, which is dominated by the Black issue, and the French situation, which is dominated by the religion issue, Islam, and by the migration issue, people arriving from other countries, which was an issue for Trump, but not in the same manner than than for for France.
1: Mm.
0: Is is the the Islam issue, is that a religious issue? You you defined it as a religious issue. Is it more of a cultural issue, would you say?
2: Well, yeah. It's uh, when people say Islam, they consider it as a religion, but they also, it's the same people they call Muslims, the same same people that call other people Muslims used to call them Arabs 20 years ago. Mm. So it's a mixture of cultural, religious, racist issue. It's all together. You cannot distinguish. For instance, many people say these people will never accept to become French. And this is what Zemmour says also. They will never be real French citizens. Look, the the names they give to their children. If they give French names, they are good people, but they don't. So, So it's a mixture of we shall be obliged to deal with a different mixture of culture, religion, and race. Those people that will vote for Zemu, this is what they hate. Mm. So uh,
0: it's not only religion, but it is also religion. Mm. It's part of the problem. Mm. At the risk of being you know, provincial, we are an Israeli podcast, I, I have to ask, do we know where he stands on Israel? Does his anti-Muslim ideology make him a natural partner for a right-wing Israeli government, which you know, already seems most comfortable in the, in the company of autocrats and populists?
2: Shirley may know. I don't know. I would not be precise on this
0: point. Mm.
1: Um I I don't know precisely. I know that he wouldn't uh he wouldn't want to uh he would uh, he would agree with Israel on certain points, the way Marine Le Pen does on those right wing issues, perhaps. I think Israel will hesitate because of everything he said about Jews. Uh, I think he has criticized Krief a lot for a uh It's position about Israel. I think he wants to separate. He's thinking about France and he doesn't he wants to to show the fact that he said so many shocking things about Jews. I think he did that because he wanted to show that He's not, uh, he's not Jew first. He's French first. It's not Israel first. It's not an alliance with Israel first. Mm. He's French first. He think, he's thinking of the French interest. And if he's saying shocking things about uh, Jews, it's also to show that he's not racist since he criticizes people from his own community or his own origins. So I think he'll be a, a France under him would be a France that's more centered on France. And um, I don't think, uh, yes, but yeah. But if you didn't have contacts with Israel, it wouldn't be with the left, that's for sure.
2: I will support what Achille is saying. I will add that uh, his main foreign statement when when he could be welcomed by uh, the president of Hungary, which means he wants to appear as a French, maybe president, uh, visiting other countries as such, and not as uh, being too involved in Israeli policy. So mm-hmm. maybe one day he, would, he could visit Israel, but he would do it not uh, uh, as, as a possible president and not as a Jew. I, mm-hmm. I think th- this would be uh, his main. Because I agree with Shelley. He is strongly nationalist, strongly. Or the French would say souverainist, the idea of so- French sovereignty. Mm-hmm. This, if you want to understand his, most of his statement, This is the point of departure the nation and its sovereignty.
0: Mm. And the the only uh, instance that I could find when he mentioned uh, Israel was in, in 2016, uh, in, in the context of Operation Brambles, I'm not going to try and attempt to say that in French, when he was talking about how with Israeli uh, expertise, the French army would clear the country of Muslims, just like Israel did in Gaza, uh, you know, even ignoring the factual inaccuracies, that that's still a very chilling statement. Uh, Michelle Shirley, uh, we're going to have to wrap it up there. Thank you both so much for your time. It was a pleasure.
1: Thank you. A pleasure for me too.
0: (laughs) That's all for this week, listener. My thanks to Michelle Vivioka and Shirley Sitbon. Make sure to tune in to Haaretz Weekly on Monday, and we'll be back with another episode of Haaretz Weekend next Friday. Until then, Shabbat Shalom from Tel Aviv.